0: in with love out with hate in with love out with hate
1: broadcasting from essex it's the fifth of august and you're listening to salonomics the bitcoin price is currently thirty eight thousand and seventy five dollars one dollar will get you two thousand six hundred and twenty six satoshis I'm your host, Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London, my hair, Bill Gates, Joe Mehmet.
0: Well, two two things. One, I'm nowhere near as rich as him. And secondly, I'm not getting divorced. Okay. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Set.
1: Yeah, I, I, that was just an early attempt of getting our podcast censored. Right. Um, just, I like you know, because you can't mention anything to do with Bill Gates or, you know, the world elite or the Illuminati without getting your social media stuff censored anymore. However, Joe, you know what you can talk about? Yeah. You can talk about racism in all of its forms, can't
0: you? Yeah. Um, i suppose i
1: could do but micro racism like you know um the, the ability to make a mountain out of a molehill because someone sent someone a rude word uh, on on twitter right, yeah, or on
0: instagram well is that racist is that, is that sort of like censorship well
1: no what it is it's called internet trolls, internet trolls. uh and basically there's a lot of people out there that 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 don't like people doing well. And there's the, the green, the green eyes of envy. Um, cause my missus was complaining about this the other day. She, um, her makeup channel has been getting a few like comments and, and one of her, one of her videos like went to like 10,000 views, like almost immediately. This is the Emma, Emma, straight...
0: Emma uh,
1: makeup uh, video. Yeah. yeah. This is Emma Miles makeup. Right. Like go and check her out on YouTube. If you've got a, a youngster or a wife that wants some, um, beautiful makeup tips. Um, but yeah, she, she um she one of her videos went, you know, went quite viral and straight away, Joe, you know, there was so much there were so many negative comments on the thread, you know, saying that the girl looked like a horse and don't like this makeup and do you know what I mean? I just think that's the natural human condition. You know, there there has to be balance between positivity and negativity. Um, and you make everything positive you get what we got now which is people just switch off in their droves it's boring it is
0: boring you, you know I, this is the thing that i've been sort of saying to you about social media look for a start i never use social media to publicize my work or to pr- promote my work or to get work for a start right i'm, I'm i maybe you could call me old school because i made my reputation i made my sort of like my earnings um years gone by but the the, the thing that i didn't notice from the early stages of um sort of social media yeah, you know, sort of you well not so much youtube but like de- definitely the um the, the um the um the platforms was that how insignificant people all of a sudden became and it had an opinion you know uh and like someone who's for me right anyone other size 12 right is fat for me i don't care what people say so anyone other size 12 is fat right and and, okay. and they and they were sort of like all of a sudden <laughs>
1: But I thought big is beautiful and all yeah. that. Did you see the? I've got I've got a great meme to sh- send to you about that. But I'll put it in the uh, Salonomics yeah. chat on Telegram. But Cosmopolitan basically put last year fat women on the front cover of their no, magazine. Right. And said this is healthy. Yeah, that's right. So it's almost like the elite want you to believe that so you can kill yourself well, even well, quicker. Well, yeah, but then by... yeah,
0: national health right is, is under so much pressure because of obesity okay that's you, right you know what i mean and like I, yeah. I, and i know right you know I, that um anybody anything other size 12 is it, fat as simple as that and that's a head oh go yeah no i was gonna say why don't you share with everyone your
1: solution for the obesity <laughs> crisis i think this is genius well, well, i
0: can't remember that what was it
1: you said to me a long time ago you're like you know what kill the obesity crisis i'm like no Bring back smoking. Oh that's right, that's that right, right. Brilliant. that's right. Because ever since there, there is some genius that, that, in that, Joe. That,
0: I gotta give it well, yeah, to you. Yeah, because ever since they banned smoking, right? What have we had? Obesity, alcohol, yeah. <laughs> gambling, dementia, Alzheimer's, about sort of five thousand forms of cancer, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well well no, the idea the idea is banning smoking meant it would take pressure off the NHS and everyone would get really healthy, Plus, right? Because they banned smoking. Oh, yeah. So there's no one smoking anymore. But what's happened since? Like the amount of uh, people right. more that are real and needed hospital care have gone yeah, through that's the roof. Right. So, yeah, yeah,
0: that's right.
1: you know, that's right. correlation and causation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're I look, they're I, tough things to pinpoint. I,
0: I don't want to promote smoking because I'm always beating the... Um the drama about smoking, and yeah, you know, I'm not saying there's any benefits mm. from it, but definitely we shouldn't be uh, evicted, which is always a narrative these days as well. Like, do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, mm. really. Uh, yeah, it's a good yeah. point. It's a good point. So, so what you're saying, the reason why you didn't pro-
1: I mean, I completely, um, I completely disrupted your conversation. Why didn't you put your work on well, social no, because, media? Because was it because of the haters? No, was it because, because you are
0: open to criticism, right? And and any criticism yeah. I ever accepted. As a hairdresser, not as a hairdresser. Was from your client? From a client, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's
0: the only gotcha. person that right, I had to worry about. Right, is my yeah. my my bosses at the time were employing me, so I had to keep them happy. The staff, anybody else, I didn't care about. Right, I did not care about. Mm. And you have to be selfish as well, Aaron. You have to be so mm. single-minded, it's so focused. Uh, when you're behind a chair, that. Yeah, and and I and I could you probably experienced it i definitely experienced it and a lot of hairdressers experienced it right there is a lot of hate in our industry all right I know the uh, the covid uh sort of situation has kind of like supposedly brought the industry together but it hasn't right there's a lot of hate mm. there's a lot there, there's a lot of admiration too but at the end of the day if you go down the the tears there's a lot of resentment and mm. Once you start putting your sort like your work out there, those people that resent you, they're going to multiply by a hundredfold.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I, but this is my point to why we started the show like this, Joe, um, because the smallest amount of hate, uh, and that's why I use my my wife's example. You know, there was a couple of comments which basically slated the makeup, right, and slated the model, but there was. 10 15 times more comments like this is beautiful, I love it. But she really, um, uh, manifested on the negativity you know, it was the negative ones that really do you I'm know su- what I mean? Even though the her, balance,
0: she's a professional, isn't she? Yeah, i Sarah.
1: No, she is a professional, and 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 the way. The way she handled it was, was a lesson for all of us, really, because she went back saying, oh, I'm sorry you didn't like the makeup. You know, I'm a professional makeup artist, and, right. you know, hopefully there's something... You know, so it was turning that negative into a positive. You know, the troll went away. Oh. The troll didn't even re-respond.
0: Right, right. Yeah, so she, she but gets the the, the point last word is, type of
1: thing. she got the last word in, and therefore, you know, it... it but before she did that, she was affected by it. And I'm like, you've just got to kill them with kindness. Yes. You know, we kill them with kindness. That's the only way to deal with the haters. Yes. It's the only... But to censor the haters is no good. Because I think we ended the last show um, on that. this message about, you know, the only answer to, to bad speech is more speech, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and, and yeah, you know, it just all ties into the whole racism argument when the England boys missed the penalty. You know, I don't know if you was watching the Olympics the other day, but someone was, um berating one of the presenters because they had an Essex accent. Oh, the Alex, Alex you know right, and, and yeah.
0: a, she, ple- she yeah, play for and, Arsenal. That. No, no, he was just it, But but
1: you know, it's that it's that hate. Why does the but hate come hate, through? Though. Why does the hate It wasn't. No, I know, well, well whatever it was, yeah. the point I'm trying to make is the the emphasis and the focus on the hate is unnecessary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like like look, look what we had when the England boys missed the penalty. You know, the whole nation was racist, and and what did you find out? There was only forty four tweets, thirty five, out of like 35, half a million. Thirty five tweets out of half a million positive ones, and they turned it into a national scandal. Yeah, but like I said, we, we we
0: actually concluded uh, last episode uh, on the basis that the media is responsible for all this, right? And mm. and social media is it's is also uh privative to it too but right, this is the thing that I, I again the argument i'm having right is that there's governments trying to censor them and yet they actually saw sort of like having more power than the governments don't they and uh, well
1: yeah this is the thing they're publishers uh this is a point i made in the telegram group the other day you know the first step of de triggering yourself also what's a good word for Yeah, removing the trigger, right? Because obviously, you know, a lot of people go on social and they react to things because they get triggered by things. Is There's this thing called algorithms, right? And the algorithms basically put the things on your feed which you interact with the most. So therefore, if you interact with things that trigger you, i.e., we've had this discussion before, animal cruelty or COVID jabs or, you know, wearing masks, then you're going to get bombarded with those same messages. These uh, internet um, platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, they're all algorithmic, which means they publish, they're publishers now. They're actually feeding into your feed what you're going to react with. Uh, So they're held to different standards than the newspapers are. Because if a newspaper publishes something that's untrue or misinformation, they can get sued for it. But these internet companies, they can't ever be sued because they turn around and they go, "Oh, we're not publishers." Yeah,
0: and also where they're based, right? Yeah, who 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 yeah. do you send the writ to? Do you know what I mean? Do you send yeah. it to the CEO? Do you send it to the manager? Do you send it to the uh, uh, software operator? Who do you send it to? Who's responsible? Because yeah. it's it's a public thing, isn't it? You know, so it, it's yeah. a public, so it's the public that's actually um, putting all these things out there right yeah uh, i i and i just kind of find it it's a very very um yeah. dangerous um well we, we we're going to which again right you know we saw like trying to chase sensationalism
1: yeah. it's the sensationalism and the making a mountain out of hill. a molehill the con continual whinging did, we hear from everybody s- no one's no one's just getting on well, with did, it. It's, it it's quite frustrating well,
0: did, did you see that email i sent you uh about the uh, um, on, Allegra stanton Stult- Stult- Staunton
1: Allegra Staunton no uh what was this mate I'll uh, see if I can pull it up now give us a brief overview he hasn't
0: gone
1: through all right he hasn't gone through right oh, that was, that's, uh, is this um that'd be why I didn't this get so it.
0: like um this um this woman right who is part of the um the, the Boris Johnson's think tank right? Oh god! I mean, where is it? It was it was a brilliant article. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, All sent. Yeah, Stephen Glover.
1: Oh yeah, I did get it. Yeah, Stephen Glover, Boris Johnson's green guru Allegra Stratton, and the hypocrisy of her sermons about our dishwashers. Whatever, right? she's
0: I mean, Boris Johnson, with his, you know, he's giving his wife this sort of like this sort of free hammer to have a team around her, right? Because she's environmentalist, okay? And and they they got this. She's got all these sort of like so-called experts in all these uh, areas and yet, yeah guess what car she drives this allegra stratton
1: um she probably drives a five liter ford mustang convertible with an eagle even worse
0: it's like an old banger like a 20 <laughs> year old 20 year old volkswagen diesel golf gotcha <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is
1: because technology hasn't moved on, well, right?
0: No, exactly. But obviously, she doesn't believe in it, right? Yeah, she doesn't believe that emissions are part of a problem, okay? Because right. otherwise, she would get okay. rid of her car, as as, as right. she would do. So, so, so what
1: does she believe then? Give us a I, break, have no bre- she, I have no
0: idea what she. I have no idea what she believes in, right? But what she believes in, right, is that she's trying to change the world into the government's image. Really. I think this Right, so she's not practicing what she no, preaches exactly. basically. And nor does a government right. and nor does anybody else. And yeah. and that's the dangers, Aaron. That we we yeah. as as sort of like free spirited people who just want to get on with life, enjoy life yourself, earn a bit of money, have a bit of fun along the way to so that, we've been we've been suppressed into thinking that the whole world is rotten, is evil. You know, from
1: yeah. When it's yeah, when it's not, it not. like I say, you know, half a million positive tweets, thirty-five negative ones, and people hyper-focus on the negative it ones, is, it, and they completely,
0: you know, they completely upset the balance of the conversation. And isn't the, there's um, another thing, like you know, another United Nations COP22 climate change summit. They're having climate change summits every week now. You know what I mean? Because the weather yeah. changes from China to america to africa and everything right okay there's wildfires as a turkey yeah and in greece now right so david what well, i mean this this is the thing and who's going to pay for it we are aaron yeah, uh, and no, which that's kind of true. goes that's into true. where this is where i mean this goes into sort of like our industry well our industry is going to suffer big time from all this Aaron. because, because yeah that's
1: true you know it really, yeah that's true yeah, I just want to move on, change subjects because um, I, we'll we we'll, you know we'll connect all the all these yeah. dots together. But um, obviously um, we've been running a Twitter competition, haven't oh, we, yeah. over the last week? Yes. Um, who's the uh, winner? about what you did at Butlins? Yeah. But don't don't tell any don't tell us the answer yet. And I don't know the answer to this. We're going to save that for later on in the show. But I, I did wanted to point out. Um, i got some feedback from the last show.
0: Okay. Do
1: you want please, to hear it? Please, yeah. So, so the last show was um, Salonomics 45. It was called Socialism in Sheep's Clothing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I got a, a very angry... Well, it was... It was um, wasn't it a debate? Was it, it a debate? I, it wasn't anger. It was passive-aggressive anger. Um, via a LinkedIn message as Bob the Socialist got in touch with me and he wanted to chastise me for using the communism symbol on a sheep <laughs> for the artwork uh, which was fair enough but as, as I thought we discussed in the show I, we used so- the word socialism because we didn't want to we didn't want to promote fascism on the thing because, you know, we, it, it would never have been aired. It would have been, you know, uh, I'll tell you if you were Banksy, if you were
0: Banks Banksy and used that on, the used that on one of the graffiti's, right, you'd, you'd be go, ooh, look at that. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I want to apologise to okay. Bob. I want to stand corrected. I used the communism symbol simply because I wanted to promote the idea that socialism was one step away from communism. Yeah. And that the sheep were marching towards communism rather than socialism. So I'm sorry for that. Anyway, but Bob did have a clarification for me because when we I was talking to him in the chat, you know, he was basically educating me on what socialism is and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And I kind of I think I I think I get what socialism is. Um, you know, socialism in, in today's Western society is things like the NHS, it's like libraries, you know, it's it's basically providing welfare for people that fall on hard times and all that and, and that's part of it right? right obviously we're talking like big subjects but the whole point of the last show was to talk about the the bureaucrats and the and the, the politics that seemingly wants to enter our sector um anyway so so bob did correct me on that he said and this was my point to what using the sheet he said um that these people that we were talking about in the last show—they sound more like fascist dictators as opposed to socialists. Right. So I want to thank Bob for that correction. Um, if you want to know who I'm talking about, go and listen to the last show because it's very, very interesting.
0: But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I I do agree with Bob, and I agree with you as well because I think we as hairdressers we understand each other's language and it, and and i kind of think like i said to you before many sometimes sometimes ago it takes a hairdresser to understand a hairdresser right and and yeah. and yeah you know, so sort of having a conversation with bob and i met bob he was a very really nice guy you know, i played golf with him many many times and he'd been a west ham supporter had a bit of good banter with him and and i kind of get where he's coming from because you know he, he, he believes in socialism as as a as a political um weapon for 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 him to sort of like um express himself right so i, I kind of get all of that but in in our industry we we don't if, i don't think socialism exists in our industry because we're not lemmings we don't follow to order we follow two rules and we follow to sort of like uh, expectations but i don't think we we, we follow um uh, yeah yeah so like um, regula- not regulation is the word but yeah,
1: orders is the word. Uh, well, I mean, it is regulation. I mean, this was basically what I was trying to tell Bob, that you can't, in my industry, like, you know, Bob works in the building game. He works in gas, central heating, and all those things, which are life and death things if you don't do it correctly. No, listen, right? can, yeah, you listen. Know, you, you,
0: you,
1: which, you know, so Bob's very much on the health and safety aspect well, I mean, let, me, let me ask right? you and,
0: question. How many people have died yeah. in a hairdresser's salon?
1: well this is it i mean you know we, we spoke about this in the insurance yeah. you know the insurance uh, overreach in our industry you know where they're now um where they're now basically ramping up people's premiums based on one in a million occurrences um yeah. you know so we discussed that in one of our early shows about how insu- how insurance companies will be the real regulators of our industry and 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 not not any of these, you know, councils and federations. They won't ever, ever regulate the industry. But, but my point to Bob was this is the reason why we don't connect on this conversation. Because obviously he works in an industry which, like I say, is life or death. If you don't have the correct registration or the licences or you don't know what you're doing, it's, you know, it's potentially fatal. So health and safety is obviously a huge thing in his industry and so it should be. But health and safety and regulations that are attached thereof do not improve people's talent and technique (laughs) in the craft. Do you know what I mean? Um, And this was the point I was trying to make make with him. You know, it's you cannot regulate people to be better at their jobs in this industry. It's impossible, and that's why I shared that that meme. um, You know, that meme about George. Yeah. Ju- no, the, no, no, no. the meme was really quite simple. It was about you know the the rules that come in. We never we're not going to cure our industry by enforcing more rules on it. That I spoke about Dom into Dom Lahane in the How to C- Cut It podcast. I said you know what attracted me to this industry was the fact that we could break rules and get celebrated for them. Yeah. That was the 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 unique beauty of our industry. You no, know, we, we push boundaries. Whereas though. I'd. And we can push boundaries, whereas I'd come from an industry before where you couldn't break any rules because it, things would break and things will, just won't work if you break well, then, the rules. But in hairdressing, it's it, it's such an outlier. Well, can I? Can I? Do
0: you, you, you think, in that think context. then? Right? Do you think then that we cut? We've reached the end of our um, boundaries. We we can't push the boundaries anymore in our industry. That we have to sort of go full circle and, and start going to regulations rather than boundary because if you look at the it was the last hairdresser to really push the boundaries in our industry i would say john frieda because he sold his product company for hundreds you know millions and millions and millions of pounds right since mm. then, run right, no one's really rocked and rolled in our industry. Yes, there's been some great names, sort of like Nicky Clark. True.
1: Well, Tony and Guy, I think, sold their um, brand.
0: They didn't sell their brand.
1: They sold TG.
0: Did they sell TG?
1: They sold TG for hundreds of millions uh, of pounds as well. Well, yeah. to,
0: to who? Who brought, who brought TG?
1: oh you know it'd be one of the um I, I, global I'm not quite sure about uh, conglomerates yeah no it, they, did, it happen. did happen it okay. did happen. i mean there's that yeah, guy yeah.
0: who did the um, tangle teaser right yeah you know i mean
1: but you're talking from a
0: product but, perspective no, no, but say, you but know but I'm, but I'm, I'm talking grew, i'm, grew, I'm grew talking from it, a craft hair perspective these are hairdressers these are hairdressers who push the boundary look
1: nothing nothing gets i think you know the the foundation of hair goes back millennia right yeah. We rediscover things all the time. We don't reinvent everything. Like you're saying, it is circular. You forget things. Things fall out of trend. They fall out of fashion. And then we rediscover them. And then we tweak them. And then we bring them back into trend and back into fashion. This, This idea of linear time, which politicians and bureaucrats are into, like continually improving the industry based on... Uh, mounds and mounds of paperwork and bureaucracy doesn't work because they're going to get to a point where the old industry that becomes not viable we can't make a profit anymore and the whole industry will fail and we'll all be we'll all be off the grid working as, as you as you know whereas our industry's circular it rises and falls you know it goes up and down up and down all the time based on the people within it not the legislators, not the rule makers. That's a linear way of thinking. It's not right. So that, it doesn't. So you know, there, so people doesn't people
0: in, in, in the governing bodies in our um, in our profession, right? Hmm. W- were they were all hairdressers? Are they still hairdressers? Are they pencil pushers? Are they accountants? Yeah. You, you know, I mean, what are they?
1: Well, I shared with you on the Telegram, didn't I? The um, British Beauty Council have just had a new chief policy officer yes. join them. You know, this this person is in direct connection with the government to try and push policy onto. I obviously, bet British Beauty Councils kind of inextricably linked with the the Hair Council as well, um, even though they aren't by name. Uh, I just like the the acronym BBC. Yes. Um, you know, because obviously they're well known for their impartiality, especially over the last five years. But um, so, yeah, so so um, where's my sarcasm button? Uh, where is it? i uh, oh, just give myself a round of applause for being sarcastic. Um, yeah, and uh, so they've got a new girl that's joined them. And guess where she's joined them from, Joe?
0: Surprise me, because I don't follow these things, as you, as you know.
1: Right, okay. So basically, this person's joined the British beauty council as chief policy officer and, and you would think oh she's she's clearly come from you know a beauty salon background you know she's probably worked in the industry for multiple years she probably has seen the rise and fall of it no she's joined them from the Harem Beauty Uh, the National Beauty Hair uh, uh, what are they, NHBF the National Hair and Beauty Federation so one bureaucrat has been transferred to another bunch of bureaucrats um, you know, basically to represent us, and like I say, I'm just the canary in the coal mine of all this, nothing that any of these people do say or put into legislature will affect me or you Joe, we're lucky, we're independent we're sovereign, we don't have to worry about anything they do but I do worry about the state of the industry going forwards. I do worry about it because I, 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 you know, you and I have both spoke at length about this before. We were inspired to get into the industry because of the people that we met that were at the top of the top of their games, yeah. right? You, you, you saw those guys driving around in their Ferraris and their Porsches and on their motorbikes. You know, I saw, you know, Lee and AD winning awards, national awards, couldn't wait to go to work every every morning. Do you know what I mean? That's what inspired us to join the industry. It was never how safe it was or how how many rules there were. So David Drew
0: doesn't inspire you then?
1: (laughs) Oh, well, well, congratulations to David Drew, because he's now joined the... uh, hair and barber council right him and uh, a guy called ben delling compagnie from the francesco group uh, if you're listening uh, congratulations um so once again the the companies or the councils that claim they support the people in the industry that, that you know from the bottom up the grassroots are being dictated to by Product company yes. <laughs> and brands. Well, I mean, the thing is, at the top of that uh, in uh, uh, like I say, uh, does nobody else point out the, um, you know, the hypocrisy of this? Does nobody point that well, out? I mean, I, I, you... I,
0: I, well, what makes me laugh, right, is is how, you know, the the BBC and the Hairdressing Council and all these things, right? do all, all, all agree, right, that they got to have one voice. And yet they, they saw are like shuffling around a pack of—they—they're like their um, their committee members, like a pack of cars trying to be that one voice. And yet they can't yeah. all agree to be one voice. Yeah, yeah right. you, you know what I mean. And when you got these kind of um, this summer kind of scenario, right? You can't take them seriously because they're not serious enough to become one voice. You—you you, do, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, really. So. Totally.
1: Well, i um, Well, look. Right. So, so this was what I had to point out to um, Bob the Socialist on LinkedIn. Right. So, uh, I, I literally googled it. I googled it and I and I copied it verbatim the definition of socialism. And socialism, and anyone can do this, is a political and economic theory of social organization. Which advocates that the means of production, distribution and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. Yes. So what's good for you, Joe, might not necessarily be good for me. So I'm going to advocate regulating what you do out of, you know, making what you do illegal because it's not good for me. Well- and if I can get enough people to support me over you, then, tough Joe Mehmet, you can't do what you do because I've got the community as a whole right. uh, on my side and you haven't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's socialism, and, and that's what these people are trying to do. They're trying to regulate the entire landscape based on, you know, bureaucrats and product companies and retail brands, what they Is want.
0: Is and it, that's 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 what I'm trying to point you, out to everyone. Because, because, like, this isn't right. If you think because, right I, I kinda of get what you're saying and, mm. and I think there must be an explanation there has to be an explanation to this, right? My phrase would probably be is that most hairdressers who sign up to these governing bodies don't give a damn about these policies, do they? Really, at their the day. Well, I,
1: I don't know. I just think they're promised something that they're never going to get. It, it, you know, it's trading standards at the end of the day. You know, you're handing over £80 a, a year of your hard-earned money. That's probably two, maybe three clients' hair you've had to cut to earn yeah. that. And you're handing it over for what? For what reason? No reason. You're literally handing them money. And guess what? At the same time, they're taking all the data that they're accumulating from you and they're selling it to all the big brands to market yeah. to you. So, all I'm doing is pointing out, because I don't believe that I hear anybody else talking about this stuff in our industry. And yet we're supposed to be, swallow what these these people say that don't represent us. We're supposed to take it from them. Anyway, that's my rant over for the day. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Right, I feel better now. I've been on holiday for a week, mate. I've been up in the um, the the valleys of uh, North yes, West it, it, England, it, yes. and I've been with a family, and I've not been able to get any of that out. So, uh,
0: I'm gonna take a deep breath and return to being in safe, with mate. love, out with hate. In with love, yes. out with hate. <laughs>
1: Are you tired with having to compete with the internet on price? Well Go Salon created a system that means you don't have to. Go Salon is a web app that enables professionals to provide a user-friendly online ordering system for not only their services, but for their expert recommendations. Go Salon gives you four more opportunities to recommend your favorite retail products to your clients. Go Salon increases the amount of products that you can sell to your customers. You can sell those products to your customers for the same price as the internet with no extra work. Go Salon is open 24/7. and is found on your client's home screen. Sell whatever, whenever, to whoever you want. It's so simple to set up. Just go to gosalon.uk, enter your email address, reserve your namespace, and we will do the rest. Do it today, become part of the retail revolution. Go Salon, make retail easy. Exactly,
0: exactly. I me? think you. what you have to do, Aaron, is, Stay away from social media. Stay away from all these I um know. negative narratives, right? So like the, the hair and beauty cancel, all these kind of, I mean we can look into it, right? Because we need to discuss but I say it. it pops up in my yeah. feed.
1: It pops up in my feed, it triggers right. me immediately. Uh, I'm just, like, just oh, they because know it
0: you know, anymore. at the day they don't pay your mortgage. They don't they, don't, they, don't, they no, don't that's right.
1: No, you're absolutely. you're absolutely right, Joe you're absolutely right that, I, th- this is the last i'm ever going to talk about <laughs> it today you have my word good. Right,
0: right good
1: good <laughs> right okay um what else do you want to chat about so so yeah i've been on holiday the hair. the the podcast that i did with dom lahane how to cut it came out did you enjoy your show i yeah i did it, um it's a very clickbaity title, uh, which you know uh, is perfect. Um, it's called. It's if you want to find it, it's uh, how to cut it, episode two hundred and eight. Uh, it's titled "How You Could Earn More Money Anytime, Any Place, Anywhere" with Aaron Dawn. So, you know, thank you so well, there's much. There's for has been some good some good feedback sorry.
0: on that show, from what I gather.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, got, I've had some really nice positive uh, messages from, from people so far. I've had quite a few sign-ups on the website as well, so they're all currently falling down the funnel of Go Salon. Um, yeah, Dom, you know, is an exclusive. Um, I re- reached out to Dom and I said, it's only right we should uh, invite Dom onto our show, um, you know, to find a, find out a bit more about the man behind the mic, because you know Dom comes across as very affable, he's very likable, he's very professional, uh, you know, when he background? does his show. But we don't know much. Well, this is it. We don't really know much about Dom's background. You know, he's he's um, he's so busy interviewing everybody else and putting up everybody else on platforms and shining light on them. that I feel that you know we should we should um, have Dom on our show. And anyway, but Dom has agreed, so uh, we're going to try and get that sorted. In the near future, uh, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to find out. He's been doing his podcast for four years, Joe. So the fact that he's still doing it um, is inspiration for you. I think, <laughs> four years later, four years later, he hasn't run out of uh, run out of things to say. Well, I so. mean, this
0: is it. I mean, as as look, I'll be behind a chair for well, God knows how many years, right? And there's always something to talk about. Always something to talk about. Uh, as a as a hairdresser I always found something to talk about to to my clients and and you know we're talking about yeah. it at one time right doing sort of up to 20 clients a day so yeah, you know, you've got 20 clients right you've got 20 variations of conversation really you know what I mean so so as yeah I can understand where Don's coming from like, you know four years down and I'm still doing it still doing it and you know it, it's probably gone very quickly like we've been doing this for how many, how many it's a good.
1: Uh we started in S- December or November last right. year, didn't we, during the right. lockdown? Yeah,
0: exactly. So you know what, it's nearly a year, mate. It's nearly a year. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Um, well we'll have to we'll have to have a um, we'll have to have a Salonomics Christmas party. Yeah, then,
0: gonna, we? yeah. Where where are we go? Where we go? Shall I come up? To
1: you? I think we should go at that putt
0: shack. Putt-sharp. I think that'd we'll be come fun. Up to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe we should um, open it up to all of our um, all of our hundreds of listeners. Uh, if anyone's in in and around East London, they want to come on the Lomix Christmas party, then tweet Joe at Joe Memet H on Twitter, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll organise something. So then, Joe, is there anything else you want to say before we do the great reveal? Because I can't wait for this um... story.
0: I haven't actually I've got to say because I've I've been so like uh just being very quiet now. I, I'll tell you what though okay? I, I I played golf mm-hmm. yesterday right N- no, now what on What'd you score this is it I I, I actually don't score because I played with my brother we play for money all right we're gamblers so, all yeah. right so <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I mean last week I played last week right and, and i played really really well last week i i got i got to the 13th hole and i was on mm. i was on the green for two okay and i was thinking mm. i'm gonna get i'm gonna get my seventh par right then the minute i thought that i didn't get my par right i got five i free putted all right <laughs> for some reason or another okay but i played really really well last week and yes, there right the conditions were so sort of similar but there was no wind at all and yet mm. I struggled I struggled you know I was getting um I was getting bogey 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 I I, I didn't get one par yesterday at all disappointing it really was I hope you asked
1: for your money back when,
0: well I, I did lose actually um I did I did lose by one right Okay. Uh, How much did it cost 10. you? Is it like pound a 50 hole, hold, right? Fifty yeah, pair hole. Yeah, but you know, holes. we, we you saw go. like my brother retired. I'm sort of semi-retired.
1: We just got fifty. So you, so when you go to the casino, you go and sit on the high rolling uh,
0: tables, <laughs> you, you know, do you? Yeah, exactly. I, I saw like free drink. Where, where you can get a free drink for for for? Joe Mehmet <laughs> high roller but like the but, um, but it's just funny right it's funny how a game as simple as golf and you know it, it's difficult in certain aspects It's also easy in some aspects right it, it just varies and is is it because of the conditions is it because of weather the feelings what whatever i don't know what it is but golf is does bring out that in that term scenario in in, in you doesn't it you know what I mean? Yeah, I've always
1: looked at golf as being, you know, the ultimate battle with yourself, yeah. right? Because you only have a battle in nature with what you scored yeah. last time. You know, you can never have the perfect round of golf. Uh, apart from, um, what was his name? The uh, North Korean uh, Supreme Leader. Uh, he apparently <laughs> hit went round and, uh, round the golf in 18. That's, uh, that's a true that's, fact. That's true. You can it, see it, that. It, he, it, he, it, he, he did 18 holes in 18. Yeah. Eighteen consecutive hole-in-ones. No, that's. that's I, I, think,
0: no, I think no, I think it was forty. He shot. Kim Jong Il yeah, y- y- was he it. Shot a forty-five. He shot a forty-five when he ran the golf right on a par par, par 72. seventy-two, and yet yeah, he never played since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I like that attitude.
1: Yeah. I like that attitude of you know I can't I can't. Better that's, this, so I'm gonna bow out. At the
0: that's top. right, that's right. No, it's it, it, it just that's interesting, it. it really is like you know, that how yeah. the similar conditions okay, because it's sunny, it, it was less wind, it was, it was a beautiful day, no one in front, no one behind, and yet, yeah, very different. Um, school, it's a metaphor to hairdressing, yeah. mate. You
1: know, you're only as good that, as your right, last cut. that's cast, right. right, you're only as that's good right. as your last cut. and we round. are human, exactly.
0: And, and that's that's what I'm yeah. trying to say because we're human, right. We have to accept it that we're, we're not all perfect in in, in in on a given day and like to, to be so sort of criticized or, or regulated or to sort to of try and robotize or to make us more mechanical it, it's mm. not the um, you know it, it's not nice it's not a good way to to behave i think in our industry but, yeah but exactly. anyway going back to uh, the butlin's thing butlin's thing right. right. Yes. Okay. Go. Uh, it, right. It, so,
1: so, so. Do you want me to? So we had a few. We had a few. Oh, go on, yeah, go on. Uh, shout out, John Staff. He wants to know if you was a stripper.
0: <laughs> I have been a stripper once before on a club Med holiday. That is true, but that's club Med. right? Uh,
1: yeah. uh, so,
0: so Ned, wanted to know
1: if uh, you were a singer. i no, me,
0: sing. Like, karaoke. No, probably, I don't think no. karaoke existed in nineteen seventy. 7 yeah. my
1: brother wanted to know if he was a bingo caller.
0: <laughs> I think I might be a bit too young. No, no. Uh,
1: my well, my my good friend Adam Sloan wanted to know if he was a pot washer.
0: Pot washer.
1: Pot washer. You know, dishwasher. You you worked in the kitchen. Uh, okay,
0: okay. Nearly,
1: nearly. Are we getting close? That's it.
0: Closest. That was close. close. That that was close. close. Right. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I pretty much exhausted uh, all, right. all the guesses, I
0: think. Uh, can, can, so you're gonna have to tell me. Okay, well, I started hairdressing right, 1976. Okay, and yeah. and the thing was, I have been I really, really came to this all like my first year. Yeah. Um, yeah. My boss said to me, like, you know, you you going on holiday? I mean, but I couldn't afford to go on holiday, right? Even though I had a job at um McDonald's part time. All right because i was only seven pounds a week right i couldn't go on holiday because my friends were going on holiday so i mean so come the second year i mean daniel actually sort of made me take a holiday all right so i thought right what do i do i saw i saw a job advertiser butlers for a waiter <laughs> i was a waiter at butlins seriously really? i swear to god right i went so this was, was, so this was before you that's was that's a right. test, I was, or was this during, was junior, during training? When I was a junior. I had to have 2 weeks holiday, right? You know, it's a thing. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't know where to go, okay, because I had no money to sort of go on holiday. And so I, yeah. it, I had to have a two-week holiday. So um, I thought, right, I might as well work. And I, I saw a job advertiser, Butlins, and I applied for it, and I got it, yeah. and I went to um, Bogdan Regis um and i did two weeks stint as a waiter at uh buckley regis right that how were the tips joe well, was no tips okay the, the, the oh that no, sucks no, but listen all, all i did i right, was to say, no, no, there's breakfast lunch dinner right so mm. all i had to do was prepare the tables for uh, breakfast and, it, and then yep. clean up afterwards and then prepare yep. prepare the table for um, lunch and then clean up afterwards and prepare a table for dinner prepare clean up afterwards okay in between i've got to have a, a few rides okay on the uh merry-go-round <laughs> like and then so you paid uh, in exactly, rides, exactly right and then in the evenings yeah after it's sort all of that you know yeah. then you get to sort of have a drink or two with the um with, with the other staff like and you didn't really mingle with the uh, the patrons either though. that's the thing we had our own right. little quartet type of thing right yeah but it really was a fantastic learning experience again right because I'm not I'm not saying I was I was a liar right but the thing was was that I was giving two week break right now I couldn't go back to the salon and say I was working two weeks in um, Batlands, all right so when my friends came back they would tell me their holiday trips like they went to sort of like Albufeira now in Portugal so they were telling me their stories about going to Portugal and I had to mm. pretend I was there to to my staff to my clients like a two work yeah. I wasn't lying but I wasn't telling the truth either but also the thing was that if you're going to be a good liar you make sure you have damn, damn word well that you're a good liar you, you know what I mean because you have to be convincing sure. and again it's because you have to be convincing, right you actually learn how to sell yourself a lot better and I did it again the next year, and I went to uh, Minehead up in, um, towards um, the, the West Coast, round there, sort of towards well,
1: Well, that butt yeah. lens, did you do that? Because that, that was the butt lens that my brother was a red really? coat the, at. My brother was a red coat at Minehead, well, but yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, se- in the early 90s. This was 78, all right? I, was, I right. started two years, then, then I sort of qualified, everything like that. And, and again, right, it, it, again, it, it wasn't the money. It, it was it was it was purely purely for the experience uh sure uh, of, of um first it was a sort of getaway but also to be honest with you, i was working right and, uh, yeah and i wasn't exhausted i wasn't knackered i wasn't this or sort of like oh i need a break type yeah. scenario right i know i just want i was given two weeks so i've got do something and i come back and i've got a life i've got a story to tell all right it was fabricated story yeah. but it was a story so which i'm telling you right now and
1: you're gotcha. Gotcha. Me. Well, I mean, it's further proof of your humble beginnings, and I guess it's probably more proof that you know the mindset that was installed in you while being a junior. What I want to know is, what was harder work: was being the junior, hard work, or was being a waiter for two weeks hard work? What was the hardest? What was the hardest? I, I think on. being
0: a junior is the hard. It's it's the hardest career option ever because you know you you have to think all the time don't you yeah you, know, you have to observe you have to mm. absorb you have to delegate you have to pacify you have to be responsive not as a junior you, you, do, you, you, do, you don't do, yeah because yeah you know, a junior's role right what
1: you're being delegated to as a junior well, you no
0: know? well you have to pacify the, the client the first you know the first pull of call right is a client before the hairdresser sees a client Right, it's a it's a junior. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean. So again, right, a junior has to be in a position where, they, when the, cl- the client sits down in a chair for the hairdresser to attend to, that client has to be at ease. Aaron, you know what I mean. Yeah. And and can you imagine a junior that stresses a client out with a bad, bad, bad hair wash or or sort of like conversation things like that? Right. It puts a very mm. negative um, yeah. slump
1: on your upcoming conversation. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it makes your your job more difficult as a hairdresser, you know, to manage the client expectation. What I love about this story, Joe, really is the fact that you were earning pretty much nothing as a junior. Like, literally nothing. And then you went on holiday to go and earn some money because you had to have two weeks off. And then you got a job as a pot washer, (laughs) or as a waiter, sorry, Uh, and you earned no money... As a waiter, either. Nah. So your dad must have looked at you and gone, "What? Un- I've gone wrong with this <laughs> kid somewhere." Surely you must have looked at you as got like because like, you must have gone home to your old man and gone, "Yeah, I had a great time, but uh, dad, can you lend me a five?" <laughs>
0: oh no, for blessings. My, my dad actually taught me a very valuable lesson, which I, I, I sort of told you right. The minute you put money in the bank is not yours. I I <laughs> I knew that in 1976, mate, and that's why. I, I don't trust banks. I don't trust anything with my money, mate. It's, uh, it's, it, yeah. Trust no trust one. That, Only Bitcoin.
1: Because Bitcoin is uh, maths. On that
0: note, just hold on. Uh, that's your client, wait, isn't second. it? Yeah, one second, one second. Come on. Crash.
1: Well, there is one other thing that I did want to point out um, to Joe. Uh, I'll let him know when he gets back from letting his client in. Um he goes on about, you know, traffic uh, in London and how the traffic in London actually creates more pollution um, and that bus lanes and cycle lanes, all these things, complete waste of time.
0: Sorry, can you
1: hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I was just, I was just can doing a bit of ad lib to the listener. Yeah, I can hear you. I was just doing a bit of an ad lib. There was one more thing I wanted to Go say. On. I was driving on the way home yesterday from uh, North England. and uh, We went round Birmingham. And you know who's talking about how traffic creates more pollution uh, and the cycle lanes and bus lanes create more traffic, yeah. which therefore negate the whole point of, you know, climate change and the, the uh, dangerous emissions, fuel emissions. I was driving around Birmingham and on the motorway, they had a smart motorway and they said, speed limit is in place to prevent pollution. At 16 miles per hour. Exactly. Yeah. So what does that tell it's, you? It's actually... That they are... Huh. Actively encouraging more pollution. No. These Well, they're not actually,
0: right. I, 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 that is the that's the noise, right? But what it is, like I said to you, mate, it's fines. It's, it's all about money. Air pollution, I mean. Yeah, Air but pollution. that's not going to happen, right? Because cars are clean these days. Everyone knows that. Unless you've got like a, like Allegra Stratton's uh, Volkswagen diesel, right? Um, Volkswagen car, like I twenty-year-old Volkswagen car. Most cars, I mean, period. Like Lego. Yeah, like Allegra. Right, most cars are clean, mate. I, I, don't, I don't buy all that rubbish, right? It's all to do with... I hope you kept the speed a bit, mate. I hope you did.
1: Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. I never I never break any rules or any laws ever. You know me.
0: Hey, uh, you know what, right? I really wish that people would have said, observed these uh, rules, right? And so that way, they get no money. If the, the whole thing is, right, the, the way you can d- d- disrupt these uh, government um, policies, right, is that you obey to them or, or, you know sort of comply so if no one spoke the speed limit no one sort of illegally parked no one so they get no fines whatsoever the system yeah f- falls uh,
1: and yeah and and if everyone takes up smoking yeah. as well again <laughs> so we what, can cure the obesity No, Look, I think we've sold a lot of the world's problems uh, today, uh, Joe. I think your client's getting upset yeah. that I'm keeping you from her, so you better go and sort that out. Uh, but in the meantime, where can they find you, um, Joe? only
0: on uh, Twitter, I'm afraid, these days. There's a Sunomics uh, platform with Joe and Aaron on Salomics
1: exactly go and, go and give Joe a follow he's still only got five <laughs> followers It's uh, clearly not doing the work the competition clearly didn't work either but hey uh, remember GoSalon.uk go and check out the podcast that I did with Dom as the genesis behind GoSalon uh, why we invented it why we came up with the whole concept and everything I really enjoyed it hopefully Dom's going to come and join us on the show very very soon um, yeah GoSalon.uk make retail easy for you and your clients cheers, cheers. cheers Cheers, Joe. Take care. See you soon. Bye-bye.